From Content360, this is the State of Client Acquisition. Welcome to the State of Client Acquisition. This is your host, Michael Bohannes. Today, I have something quite special for you. I have a part of a coaching call that I have done with one of my clients. She has graciously allowed me to share this part so you can hear a voice, but I'm going to keep her anonymous. Uh, let's call her Jane. And in this uh, coaching call, I have kind of, I believe, landed on quite an important insight, something that has been bugging Jane for a very long time. And it seems that on this call, we had something of a eureka moment for ourselves. At least I hope it's going to last. But for me, it was quite an interesting insight because it also talked about where I used to be and where I am now. Let me explain what I mean with that. It is very often when you have somebody who's very competent at what they do, they could literally be making anywhere from $2,000 or $3,000 a month to $50,000. It's really as wide as this range. And the only difference is what product are they leading with? Like what service are they leading with? What is the offer on the table? And one of the challenges that Jane faces is that she is not really clear on what her offer is and she is simply selling herself as someone who has a skill. Now in her case it's all about presentation skills, public speaking, pitching. Okay so this is the skill that she has and the the challenge that we have and that we've been working on for a while together is that she is simply offering this skill into the market and accepting a too wide variety of clients. Anybody paying from $97 for a 90-minute taster session to anyone who's, who wants to pay a, let's say, $5,000 package. The problem is that if you're offering too many of these lower value piecemeal kind of deals, then you will have far fewer opportunities to present the $5,000 offer, and which is something that because of all this work that Jane is doing, in offering these kind of small piecemeal deals, she does not get enough time to develop her business so that she can sell those large deals. So I'm going to share this six or seven minute clip from our coaching call so that you get a bit of an idea of how I run them. And then I'm going to share a couple extra thoughts. So let's look at that clip that I had with Jane. Where's this Venn diagram between what can be sold for 5K? What is um, worth enough that I could sell this for 5K for? And then what is the overlap between my existing skill set and potentially stuff that I could easily acquire, right? Like, good example, I'm not very, I'm not terribly good with tech. And so my email stuff, I had somebody, I had somebody help me with setting that up. Right. And so, but that is a minor detail. My existing skill set, when I look at the product that I could be selling, I know that I can work myself there to be able to sell that. Before 2019, which is when I met my mentor, Mark, I had your approach. I'd like, mm -hmm. I'm good at writing. I'm also good at like, like strategy, business strategy and so on. So let me go out there and find people that I know, which were in my case, startups. And I'm going to offer them content marketing services because that's kind of the skill that I can provide. And mm -hmm. 
I did well with it. There were good months and bad months. And I was able to perfectly feed myself. But then I just, it was just patchy and a lot of work and no real progress there. So that's why I thought, okay, this product that my mentor Mark sells, which is essentially the same that I do now, I was thinking, could I do that? And I said, hell yeah, I could. And there's proof he's selling that. Right. So it's proof that you can sell that. So I'm just going to slightly tweak myself. And given my background, it's a credible story. Like if I now started to teach yoga and mindfulness, it would not be a credible story. Right. But so I wonder if in, that could just be just think or reflect on that, because look, you teach people to speak better. If you're a better speaker, you're going to make more money. It's as simple as that. Right. Need yeah. to find like a good target audience for it. And someone who is, uh, for whom this would represent a high value. Right. Right. This solving that problem. And there's so many people in the world who have this problem. There's so many bad speakers out there. Well, and what I realized we, we too, yeah, you're right. You're right. And, simply, and, sorry, one last point, just so I don't lose it. Uh, yep. If you were to, because I liked what you said before, intentionally, currently your intention is simply to just get clients, but you don't look to get clients who can actually would pay you a high ticket price, which has so many benefits, right? The fact that you and I can just, you can just simply book a call with me and I'm always there for you. I would not be offering this to you if you had paid 997. Right. Yeah. Right? Similarly, you will be able to offer a much better service and value to them because it's a complex problem to solve. How you speak is a really complex thing and there's a huge reward at the end of it. So if you, instead of you sort of putting the cart before the horse and saying, I want, or in this case, we want to phrase it positively, the horse before the cart, let's put the horse before the cart. The thing that's going to pull you is going to be the 5k offer. We need to right. create that. And we did have it. We do have it. You have it. We have a X week offer that you offered to. Right. Yeah. It's just that you need to offer it to more people. Who, who will pay. Who will pay, of course. That's the yes. really key thing because. That, that is a, and I'm really sorry that I, but I'm kind of on a roll now. Uh, <laughs> the, the who will pay. This is again, the slightly the old mindset of do they have money? No, but not who will, but who can't. Yeah. No, it's the same. Who can pay is the thing is if you if you present the right value, they will find the money. It's 5K. It's not the world. Like I sure. recently I got signed up a client who is making uh, on average uh, 3K a month. And he is uh, yeah, honestly struggling. And he still found the money, right? It's just because it's worth to him because he knows there's value at the end of the rainbow. So if you could just unplug that thinking of who can pay, of course, yeah, you, you cannot sell to homeless people. Sure, that's a given. But other than that, there's a huge range of people who you could sell to. And then there's just about trialing the niches. You could just do like a week or two weeks. Okay, let's start conversation, 100 conversations with people in the real estate niche. Okay, great. 
I saw this other person and this could be like employees, product managers in pharma companies. Great, let's go after them for a week. And then we just test. Yeah. And you can afford that. You can actually afford to do that because one out of every, for you initially 150 is gonna become a client. They're gonna pay you 5K. Something that now takes you a lot of scrambling to get together because you're selling, you're underselling yourself. Right. Okay, sorry, I interrupted you too many times. Please go for it. No, I, I, I get what you're saying. I don't know. Somehow I'm not communicating it. I mean, like, I really thought was an ideal client. But that's he wasn't. Normal. But that's perfectly normal. I had periods where I had nine. I think there was a time in back in July where I just had like 10 people in a row who I couldn't sell. You get lulls, there's ups and downs, and you're just getting started. You don't have enough patience with yourself. You really, like seriously, there's, you need to have 30, um, 30 calls before you reject an offer. 30 calls with qualified prospects who you do the right things with on a call, right? Who you take through a quality sales call and they all decline. Then it's the time to abandon the offer. <laughs> you have nowhere near done that. So I hope this was useful so that you get a bit of an impression of what coaching with me is like, but much more importantly, think about what are you leading with? Are you leading with a skill that you help people with? And that could then result in all kinds of different sized deals that you offer them. Or are you leading with a product, with a solution that will actually transform how they work, how they live? And I like to compare it to a mountain climber. When you are climbing a mountain, you are always, what you're doing is that you take the pickaxe, at least the cartoon mountain climber. I'm not a mountain climber, so I don't know exactly how that works, but I imagine it works like this, where you just take that pickaxe, you hack it into the mountain in front of you, and then you pull yourself upward. This is the same principle that you do with creating a product. You just go out there, you put out an ambitious goal, and then you pull yourself up towards that. That is what I have done before, up until 2019, I was essentially using the former model, the same model that Jane was using, where I had a skill, I was a good writer, and I understood a thing or two about internet marketing, so I was selling content marketing services. And that resulted in all kinds of possible deals, anything from creating a custom-made book, like a hardcover book, to writing newsletters for people. It's just a far too wide of a offer that I had for people. Whereas instead, what I'm doing now, I have one product. I have one program that I enroll people in where I help them solve a problem. I help people solve two problems, one being the that they can find clients mainly using LinkedIn. And the second problem is that they can scale themselves, they can productize their offering. But ultimately, it's pretty much the same offer because even when you're productizing, the biggest challenge for you will not be creating the product, creating the processes. The biggest challenge is to get clients. So ultimately, even this offer boils down to client acquisition. But I want you to really think about this. What If you are in this space of let's say five thousand dollars or less or you even maybe get to ten thousand dollars a month or less but you are working a lot you just really really running around like a headless chicken there's a lot of work to do for you and you have all kinds of different deals coming in 
trying to instead think about what is that stick that you can ram into the ground and then pull yourself up towards like use whichever analogy you want but ultimately you want to have one product one solution that is pretty much uniformly priced that can be a little upsells here and there but that's it and you solve a problem a complex valuable if solved problem for your audience so think about that is there a way how you can sort of solutionize productize whatever you want but anything that has to do with your audience's problem and then you help them solve it, no matter if they need one session with you or 20 sessions. I had a client who came in, uh, you may remember I, I emailed about this and I um, also did a podcast, I believe, about this, where it was Liz who came in and she instantly got herself a client like within four days of working with me. That's the record so far. I had another client who came in about six or seven months ago and only now he got himself, well, not one, but three clients at the same time. It took him a really long time to get there. He was very much set in his old ways and he was not a natural as far as running conversations and doing content was. So he had to really learn all this stuff very much from ground zero. So that took him a little bit longer. But, and that's why my offering, I can afford that. I can afford to work with him over many months to get him there because on average I charge enough so that this kind of detailed work is worth my time. And with some other clients, I just simply need one or two sessions and they're happy and merry go uh, and merrily go on their way okay so i hope this was useful try to think about what kind of solution you can present to your audience and you can then work your way up there like when you hack that uh, pickaxe into the face of the mountain and then you pull yourself upwards it's exactly the same when you have an offer and you don't have everything figured out yet like when i started the alpha lead academy at the time it was called the linkedin bootcamp i did not know everything I, there was no way i could have right i just had started and for example especially as far as on the technical side is concerned i for example did not know how to run an email outbound campaign right and so that is something that i know now but it took me a while to get there and so I kind of worked my way up there, but I was dedicated to helping my clients overcome their challenges. And I knew that when they came in, that they knew significantly less than I knew. And that's all I needed. I didn't need to be the best in the world at it. I just needed to know and be really confident that I can help them figure this stuff out. And final point here, and this is something we also covered with Jane on our call, the final point is that you also need to give the offer time to prove itself, meaning you need at least 30 calls, at least 20, but 30 would be better, where you actually have qualified people on the phone, where you sell them this high ticket solution. And if only if in these 30 calls, you don't get a single close, then it is time to abandon the offer. Then you're really doing something wrong. But what Jane was doing is that she had one potential client on the phone who came in to her via contacts and she presented him the offer. He did not buy, which discouraged her from going out into the market again. And that cannot happen. You need to, once you have an offer hypothesis formulated, you need to run it past 30 qualified people on a sales call where you do everything right. The majority of things right. You just, you don't botch the call. 
and only if really you get 30 no's, then it is time to abandon the offer. Okay, so that is my message to you this time. Create an offer that you then focus on exclusively and sell it to 30 people. So you get out of this rut of selling yourself, of underselling yourself and selling yourself short. The State of Client Acquisition is a Content360 production. Music by Gavin Knox Grand. To sign up for alerts and to submit written and audio questions, go to stateofclientacquisition.com. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.